And welcome to the Barto Jacket Breakdown Podcast. I'm your host, Cole, and I'm here with my co-host slash dad, Jason. I don't How's know. If everybody I, as doing? I said on the Jason and Cole Podcast, podcast, I don't know if I should be saying your real name. You don't know if you should say my real name? Yeah. Why? How's I, anyone going to know who he is besides your dad and co-host? Yeah. That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah just okay. say my dad, that Jason. Or... Yeah, just say my dad Jason. That's fine. <laughs> it's not disrespectful if you say if you call me by my name on a podcast. And of course, we're here with Wes Jones. What is good, everyone? Welcome back, and welcome to the new listeners. If it's your first time checking us out for the new season, welcome. Absolutely, welcome. Um, this is our second year doing it, and uh, we love to cover the Jacket football team and uh, break it, try to break it down for you, and give you a little insight on things going on. And we left off well. Let's just address the elephant in the room. We almost made a huge mistake. I don't know if I didn't hit the button right or whatever, <laughs> but we jumped into it, started recording about only got a couple minutes into yeah, it. Yeah, not maybe five minutes into and it. I looked and no, no red button on. So <laughs> we are starting over. But uh, last episode, we left off with um, the Winter Haven game. Right. So you went to the Winter Haven game. And one of the questions I have for you is just that eye test, putting that, putting the eye on them and seeing for yourself and if they came out with that swag of a team that went undefeated and, and got robbed in the play because i just that's what i'm saying they got <laughs> robbed in the playoffs. i'm sure many would agree so i agree did they have that swag in that first game or or did it look like a new team trying to gel no it, it, it the team looks pretty similar to last year um again we 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 lost unfortunately some some key players on both sides of the ball um, however, I was able to see that we've gained some as well. Um, unfortunately, I don't have the roster on me on, on hand, so I'll have to get that for the next episode so we can be able to uh, chat about some of these players. And, I mean, realistically, here in, I think, a week or two, we'll be able to go put the actual eye test on a game, right, uh, which we're all looking forward to that. But, um, no, the team looked very similar. Uh, we, we looked like a, I think I mentioned on the last podcast, a, a pretty gritty kind of team, which, which Coach – Coach State seems to always put together, and he does a good job at, you know, what he does, and hence why he's the coach of that team, right? But, um, yeah, I mean, we, we we look good, and I think we – if I had to kind of summarize it, we looked like a team that was going out there, and we were about our business. Good. That's what we looked like, okay? Look like a team that's been there before. Yeah, go about, right. I like that. Like, they're kind of just want to – it, it almost looked like they just want to be back where they left off at, but in a better position, if you will. I like it. Yeah. Anybody stand out to you in that game? Uh, I think if I had to give a MVP, MB, if I could say it right, <laughs> an MVP award to one player, it's uh, it's probably going to be Mr. Jordy Lowry, which probably isn't a surprise to too many too many people. But um, I mean, we had we had a couple of players stick out, but he stuck out the most. Um, the main reason being he's kind of in a new position there trying it out this year, I suppose. I don't know if he played any running back while he was younger, but he's on the offensive side of the ball rather than defensive, although he was still playing cornerback as well um, and doing a phenomenal job at it. I, I think that's his main position still, and um, he's a three-star, multiple D1 offers at this point, and I don't think it's a secret to anyone that he's going to get many more throughout the season. Do you know what D1 schools have offered him? Uh, not off the top of my head. I think Buffalo's one. Either UCF or USF is another USF. one. USF. So uh, there's been a few and uh, probably many more to that list as Kansas. well. Kansas as well, the Jayhawks. Yeah, that's another one. <clears throat> so he's getting big-time offers now. You said 
you brought up the stars. So let me just hit on that real quick. Okay. Uh, our quarterback, Lynn Johnson, posted the other day his um, 247 profile. Right. Which, shout out to you, Lynn. Yep. Uh, congratulations being on there and being right. recognized as one of the top quarterbacks in the nation and getting your stars. But that star stuff is bull. Yeah. There's no way in the world that even <clears> – <throat> excuse me. Even saying Jordy's a three-star <laughs> sounds crazy right? after seeing him in practice. Right. So, I don't know. Two-star well, for, for Lynn? No. Lynn's an easy three-star quarterback. Yeah. He, now, it'll go up, and, I, and he'll get that third star. So on and so forth. Soon. Yeah. But, you know, I just so, – kids get better coverage than other kids. Right. You know, Absolutely. So. And schools as well, which is probably the bigger thing there. Um, If this was some private school or whatever, IMG Academy, et cetera, (laughs) you know, we all know how that goes, Um, which I wish it wasn't like that, but it is what it is. But yeah, Jordy Lowry stuck out to me the most. Um, I mean, it was one thing just seeing him on the offensive side of the ball, which is a little strange, but seeing him play running back and seeing him play the position so well, he's so elusive and quick on his feet. And he has a good vision, good ball vision. Um, which, again, is incredible for one who's always uh, playing on the defensive side, who's always eyeing down receivers, you know, and and always generally, at least last year, covering the number one receiver of the opposing team. Um, We saw that in the unfortunate um, Tech game in the playoffs. You know, he he stuck on that guy for the whole game, regardless of what was going on. Um, And, yeah, so he scored – I think two or three touchdowns against Winter Haven. It wasn't a very high-scoring game. I got noted here that it was a very defensive game uh, between both teams. Uh, Winter Haven definitely, you know, played a hard-fought game, and uh, they look they look like they're going to be roughly the same team maybe as last year. I'm sure they've had some improvements. Uh, you know, we, we hear we like to cover <laughs> the Bartow jacket, so I don't, I don't know much of what's going on over there, but I like to think – uh, it's who who's coaching over there again? It's Coach Hay's brother, right? Yeah, Charlie. Yeah, so I'm I'm sure they're putting together something good over there. But nonetheless, both teams fought hard. Uh, Bartow ended up coming up on top. As I mentioned on the last pa- podcast, you don't want to take or the last episode of the podcast, you don't want to take too much away from these games, uh, for the most part, because you're not going to see everything out there, and you're not going to see every player out there. It's kind of similar to the preseason, if you will, the NFL, but um. Bartow ended up winning only 20 to 13. Again, two or if not, maybe all three of those touchdowns uh, were thanks to Jordy at the running back position. Um, and again, before I, I, I rolled over here for the show to make it to the show, I saw uh, his highlights uh, pop up on the uh, our Twitter page, which if you're not following any new listeners, supporters, et cetera, uh, go ahead and uh, go to Twitter and go to at BJB underscore podcast and drop a follow. Um, we're at like 132 or so now, and the the support has been amazing, and we appreciate that. But yeah, Barto came out with a 2013 dub. Jordy looked phenomenal. Uh, I can go through unless you can shoot me some questions. I got some notes here. We can kind of shoot back and forth here and uh, talk lo- uh, talk a little more about the game. Well, um, it sounds like Jordy had a great game running the ball, right? And that is one of the keys that I think is for this upcoming season is that we're going to have to run the ball. I'm just looking at it as a defensive coach. You're playing Barto. What do you got to do? You got to take away the lens long ball. Right. So bringing more people 
into the box isn't going to happen. No. So you're going to be able to run the ball. And if you, we have to run the ball, bring the safeties down to stop the run. And if we do that, I think we're going to have a huge successful year. Yeah, I agree. Again, we all know our trio trio of, of backs, and there might have been one or two more that were in the mix that we're not thinking or, or know of uh, between Marion Baker, Daryl Davis, and Maurice Bell. That was a three-headed monster right there. Well, they got it again. You just, they, you they just got the three-headed monster never again. knew what to expect. You know, Maurice Bell was kind of kind of the muscle Daryl Davis um, was was a probably half the size of Maurice Bell, but had the absolute burners on him. Uh, they got him involved in a lot of jet, uh, excuse me, jet sweep plays, from what I noticed. And then Marion Baker was sort of a mix of both and could kind of do it all. Yeah. Unfortunately, we lost him, I think, due to injury towards the end of the season. But obviously, he'll be back healthy and, and stronger, probably faster as well this season. What about on the defensive side? I know we lost some guys. But uh, anybody stand out to you on the defensive side? Because somebody sure did yesterday to me. <laughs> um, so I, I got noted here. I'm going to be going through these, so just bear with me. But uh, our, I got that our run defense, you know, looked really good, uh, I think, which is a given. And uh, Quavion Bird, I think that's a name we all know too well now at this point, um, has been a force on that interior line. He's, he's made some pretty good plays, was able to – uh, penetrate through that O-line and, and get to the quarterback or the running back in, in a couple of plays. Uh, so he looked pretty well. Let's see here. And I believe that's all I got. But the defense as a whole, obviously, Jordy Lowry's back there, Pennywise. Um, who's, who am I missing there? Uh, Devin Vass is another name to, to look out for. I don't know if he played last year. I think he's – He did. He's number 90-something. 90 99. And he's about – he. So he looks about six seven sitting in the stands, yeah. but I do think he's like six four, and he 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 can make some plays. Um, so I look forward to seeing him play and 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 do some damage on the D line with Quavion Bird and company. What's his name again? Who's boss. that? Dev, Devin Bass or Boss? Yeah, Boss. Yeah. So who who am I missing? Uh, we got to get to learn these linebackers. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that we kind of missed that last year a little too. So we'll try and change that. And well, like I said, I don't have the roster on me on hand today, but I did get one at the uh, orange and white game. So I'll try and bring that next time. Okay. Yeah. Anything else stand out that you want to hit on on the Winter Haven game? Uh, I can just kind of run through real quick. I don't have as many notes, thankfully, as I did last time. Uh, so after quarter one, it was six six zero. Uh, Barto is winning. Uh, Jordy Lowry scored a touchdown reception from Lynn, um, and that was his second touchdown of the game, so I must have not enlisted his first. But I believe it was out on a, like a just a sort of check down to, to Lowry. Lowry made a move or two, sc- scrambled all in for the easy touchdown there. Uh, 13-0, Bartow, run defense for Bartow looks solid. Quavion Bird's doing his thing. Uh, Winter Haven, Jay Fowler had a 35-yard run. That was a pretty – solid player and, and one to definitely keep note of if, if we were playing them in the uh, regular season, but we're not. Uh, 13-6, Bartow, um, multiple drop passes, receivers. Yeah, I, so I, that was another thing to note, that the receivers at the time, at least during this game, didn't seem to be catching as consistently as last year's, and I don't know what to necessarily point that to, if it's the receivers, is Lynn, is communication, um, but that was something I noted, and it, it wasn't nothing horrific by no means. 
uh, but just a little inconsistency there. So I'll, I'll look to see if that's going to improve uh, once the season uh, begins here very shortly. It's 13-6. Bartow is up at halftime. Uh, Pennywise got a fumble recovery and uh, scrambled down the field for 34 or so yards before being pushed out of bounds. Um, as a team, I, I got noted here, although I will say the game was in Winter Haven, but this was something uh, for any of you players listening, you know, or anyone for that matter who listened to uh, last year, last year's podcast last season, is that I always seem to talk about discipline uh, with the penalties and such. And I have that noted here again. You know, I didn't note anything ridiculous, but I just said that we need to be a little more disciplined. Uh, but again, the game was in Winter Haven. You know, I don't, I don't know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Charlie had him <laughs> cooking on the rest. Um, two de- we had two touchdowns erased. Back-to-back plays due to flags. Y'all want to know what I have in parentheses next to that? What? Refs biased. Yeah. (laughs) We had back-to-back phenomenal plays. Like, we were like 20 to 30 yards out. Scored a touchdown. Flag. Comes back. We move back 5 or 10. The very next play, touchdown, that goes back. Like if we if you if that happens in a regular game, like I, the crowd's gonna lose it. And I know you was probably yelling. Uh, you get on the race. Well, so <laughs> that's one thing you'll do. And mentally, I was. I couldn't physically, and I'll tell you why. When I got to the stadium, it's been a long time since I've been to that stadium. I I was sitting on the winter Haven side, <laughs> and uh, my wife happened to coincidentally be wearing her Bartow shirt. So oh. yeah, you can imagine how that was. But no, we we made it out alive, and so did Bartow. So that's good. Wait, were there how many? Like, were there were the fan? I cannot talk. I'm sorry. Were the seats filled? Uh, that was a good amount of people. Nowhere near as much as maybe what we're gonna see at a regular game this coming uh, season. Mm -hmm. But there was a good amount. Yeah, on both sides too. Really, you sat on the right side because that's a steep stadium. Yeah, yeah, it is. So you get a good. My goodness. Yeah, going up those stairs. I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so then we had a touchdown run by number twenty. Um, that's uh, another running back. I forget his name. He was one of the slightly smallers, although I'm, I'm sure he's gotten bigger over the offseason too. But number 20 is another running back we got, so look out for him. 20-6 uh, to six in the third quarter. Uh, we had a 40-45 to 45 yard touchdown pass from Winter Haven. Uh, it was poor coverage. Look, guys, I'm just going to – I'm just going to – what I'm going to say here is what I saw. So don't come at me, okay? <laughs> but uh, we had poor coverage by Graydon. Uh, didn't turn around soon enough to deflect and intercept the pass potentially because it was a bit of a low ball, but Graydon, and, and this isn't a personal shot by no means, obviously. I love all the players, but he just didn't eye the ball, if you will. You, you know those plays along the sideline, although I think this was in the middle of the field um, where, the, where the, the DB's just hawking down the receiver. The receiver's looking back for the ball. The DB knows it's coming. He just doesn't know when. Right. You know, and, and all he has to do is turn his head. That's it. And sometimes, you know, the DBs make plays on those balls, and they're, they're not going to get them all. Um, but that was a 40- to 45-yard touchdown pass for Winter Haven. Uh, it was just poor coverage there, broken coverage, which I'm sure, again, all this that I'm mentioning as far as mistakes, discipline, et cetera, all that's going to be pretty much nailed in. Well, I hope so, but that's what, like you said, that's what the spring game was for. Exactly, and that's why you don't want to take too much away from it, again. Uh, after a solid-looking drive, we fumbled on a halfback dive play. Number 20, who scored the touchdown earlier. Uh, Winter Haven recovered. Lynn throws too short, and it's intercepted by Winter Haven. Way too many flags for Bartow in the fourth quarter, at least three or four. 
Uh, forced fumble by Lowry within three minutes left in the fourth quarter, and Bartow recovers, turnover on downs, and that was the ball game. Mm. So, again, like I said, that was another thing I completely forgot about until I'm sitting here reading my notes. Lowry forced a fumble as well, had like two touchdowns running the ball, uh, made some good plays on defense, deflections, et cetera. So, he bought out. Cole, this is something for you to learn here as you're sitting here, you know, two adults talking, Wes is breaking down the game. Film doesn't lie. The eyes don't lie. You see things. You talk about things. But springs for practice. Okay? Right. The orange and blue games for practice. Practice is practice. Right. And, and I was at practice yesterday. And when you make mistakes, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay absolutely. to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. But it's what you do after you make the mistake. Did like you can't learn hang from, your head. You gotta... can't hang your head. You can't pout because there's another play. There's another I don't want to use the term war, but there's another battle right. about to happen. You got to be ready for that battle. And uh, that's what makes the great players great. And, and, and Graydon's a great player. So we're going to see great. We're going we're gonna to be talking about that kid for a long, oh, a, yeah. all, all year, season. all season long. Oh, yeah. So, but that's something for you to learn, Cole. Mm-hmm. Hey, on to the next one. Right. You got to have a short term memory, especially if you're on the defensive side of the ball, playing oh, yeah. safety or DB or something like that. Yep. Cause that's a hard position. You just you can't win them all. That's just the reality of it. But like you said, I think that's a good point, and I think that's something that's sort of common in terms of knowledge amongst all great athletes, and specifically football players, you know, in, in this instance. Uh, I just saw today, I was watching ESPN on, or on my phone or something, and Zach Wilson, new quarterback out of BYU, who's now in the New York Jets, congrats to him. He came out um, on, a, on a conference and – had a question, something about practice and mistakes, you know, kind of what we're talking a little bit about here. And um, he was noting that, like, yeah, yeah, um, a lot of those, some of those plays that, that you know, you may judge or whatever that you're seeing is probably plays that I'm not going to be making in a regular game. That's why I'm making them here. Mm-hmm. He's like, some of those balls I throw are, are questionable, and I know that, but I just want to see what I can, if I can get anything out of it. Mm-hmm. If he gets something cool, that's – either another weapon, another play, another whatever the case may be, um, to the arsenal, right? Right. Otherwise, okay, got it. Take that play off the script or so what, whatever you got to do. Um, so, again, you know, saw a fair share of mistakes, saw a lot of good things with Bartow. Uh, without a doubt, excited and thrilled to see them perform, especially up against uh, Fort Meade here in a week or two. So week. Next Friday night. That's right. You guys ready? Man, I am so ready. Cole? I'm excited, yeah. I'm thrilled. Wait, Can't is wait. It, is it a home or away? It's home. Home? Home. Let's go. And uh, just so you know, um, at least me and Cole, you're you're offered too, but we're going to be helping out pre, pre-game this okay. year. Yeah. Um, so just helping the Booster Club with parking or anything, pre-game activities that they need help with. I offered. Uh, you never no, told me this. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you now. Surprise. So, uh, <laughs> but in turn of that, we're going to get a little field access this year. Mm. So we're going to be able to get down there to get some pictures. And Y'all late. I had field access last year. Oh, dang. I'm joking. I'm this joking. guy. But uh, no. Find your own ride. We're going we're gonna to stay <laughs> out the way. So field access is going to be limited to. I'm not going to take advantage of them giving us, okay, hey, we can do this. So probably two people down at a time kind of taking pictures. I like to go up. Because I like to see the game up high, yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll be sitting in in the seats during the game. But 
one of the goals this year that I want to do and is after the game, if coach allows, getting some players post game. Post game. And then bringing it in here during the show and playing some of those clips during the show for the fans. Just yeah. to hear these kids after the game and give them an opportunity to talk to media post game. Yeah. Of course, I got to work all this out with Coach because we know he's not going to talk to me after right. the game. Yep. He'll talk to me at practice, but not after the game. <laughs> um, but uh, I did go to practice yesterday. So, is there any questions that you know standing out to you guys of what's what's going on now and what you know we might see come next Friday night? So, yeah, I got a quick question regarding practice. Um, you said you attended yesterday, correct? Yeah. Okay, so. With what I've saying, with with what I've been talking about in terms of what I saw from both the last episode of the podcast and then today, would you say that kind of lines up, matches up with some of what you saw maybe uh, on practice yesterday? Yes, absolutely. Um, so when I got out to practice, you know, they were stretching, going through their stretching thing. Coach broke them down, got them hyped up. They got some water and jumped right in the individuals. Mm-hmm. Now, Cole individual individuals, as you just go with your coach and you work on your individual positioning. Okay, so the quarterbacks and running backs were together. Offense and defense linemen were on their groups. DBs, wideouts. How was the O line? The, uh, the offensive better than last year. I got to see the offensive line a lot. Um, I forget his number now. And me and Mister Roden were talking about whether he was a senior or he left. But he, I think he's a senior this year. Ian Leg, who was on the front of the show. Ian Leg, yeah, the center. Um, he was hurt. He had a high ankle sprain. He is by far the biggest. Offensive lineman we had. How tall you think he, he is? He was like six four. Oh, he's he? a big guy. He's a big kid. He's a big guy. I don't mess with him. I sat on the back of his truck and I was like, well, I don't know if I should do this. <laughs> he's a big boy, but um, he was out. He he said he should be back next week, but that's what stuck out to me. Our offensive line is not huge. Um, yeah, yeah, I noticed that as well. I think they're scrappy. Yeah, they are scrappy, and that's the thing. If Bartow wants a fundraiser, they should do something like um, do like a live practice and mic the coaches up, especially Biggs and, and Middle Tate. Um, mic them up for the crowd and charge <laughs> tickets to come to a practice. It, it is worth the price of admission. Now, Coach Tate probably killed me for saying that because now hopefully people don't show up just <laughs> to hear what's going on. But it is so funny. And the thing, Cole, that will stick out – there's this kid on, I think he was the right guard. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't know his name. But they were going through practice, and he just wasn't firing off the ball the way Coach wanted him to. Yeah. But that's the thing I love about football. <laughs> coach Tate got in that kid, and then all of a sudden, it's like a movie. You know what I mean? Like, all of a sudden, he just got the pad of the dummy holding up, and boom, he knocks the dummy bag. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. You know, Coach get him hyped up, but – that's oh what it is. God. But the that's offensive funny. line, that, that stood out to me. They're not real big. Now, however, they do have the kid that you brought out, and that's the kid with my eye test last year. It was Randolph and Lynn. Yeah. This year, my eye test went to two different players. That's um, good. Didn't even know if Randolph was at practice yesterday. Mm-hmm. May have been. They didn't do a lot of defensive work yesterday uh, while I was there. But uh, the defense was down on the far end. So he he was probably out there, didn't see him. But the offense, it looks solid. Yeah. And yeah. the thing about the offensive line is we don't need the offensive line that Armandale had last year. Right. 
we got some size. That Voss kid. Right. Cole, this kid is a monster. How tall is he? Oh, I was like, definitely saying his name wrong. <laughs> yeah, he is six. Sorry. He like like Wes said, he looks six seven on the field. Yeah, if you're in the if you're in the stands and you look down, you're like, oh, he's, he towers. He's six three, six four, six yeah. in that range. But he is tall and lanky, long arms. Yeah, yeah. They actually had him at um, tight end. No, uh, Mr. Roden said they they put him at tight end a little bit. It looked like he was either. I thought he was at left tackle yesterday, and it might have been because. Uh, Ian was out and they had players yeah. moved around. But he definitely is our defensive end, our number yeah. one defensive end. Kids got a motor like you wouldn't believe. Oh, yeah. Um, so that, I'm looking forward to watching him all year long because he is just, <laughs> if you don't, if you got to keep a, if you're going to throw the ball, you got to keep a full, you got to keep a back end. You got yeah. our extra tight end or something. You can't, this kid looks like he's going to be unstoppable. The other kid that, that my second one that pointed, that stuck out to me, don't know his name, but he was he's our tight end. Okay. He's an he's another kid that's he's real he he's thin kid, but man, he plays the game right. Every single play, they were going against Show Team D and they were <laughs> beating them up a little bit. But the, the first play that they ran, I mean he just pancaked the kid. <laughs> Poor really? hey, that kid, you know, you gotta come a little <laughs> come a little stronger <laughs> next time because show team D Cole, and you'll you'll see what that means one day if you play. Uh, you're out there to but yeah, that kid, he was involved in every play. He stuck out to me. Um, Jaden Williams, I got to see him. They, yeah. they were running a lot with him at oh, practice, yeah. um, giving him plenty of reps, getting them ready. Looks like he may just be doing that. That's all I've seen him doing. But He's a versatile player. He can play so many different positions. Jaden, if you're listening, listen to everything Lynn's got to tell you. Um, work on that arm strength, you know, yep. throwing that, that beautiful spiral. He's got a good arm. Yeah. Um, th- that's the one thing that stuck out to me again. I know I said it last year, but Lynn's arm. It's crazy. We'll give him a lot of credit <laughs> for the deep ball that he throws, but he throws such a beautiful ball. He threw one ball just warming up and almost hurt Jaden. Like, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I heard him say, sorry, oh, my bad. <laughs> but he throws the ball so hard. And then they were doing a lot of on air and uh, show team D without DB. So they, they did on air first, which – you know, we talked about last week all the weapons that we have offensively. So they looked good. Lynn was throwing the ball on, on target. A lot of the slants, the fifteen yard slant that Lynn throws. I mean, with when they did the show team D and they had some linebackers out there, it wasn't much coverage. Right. But just throwing the ball in the right spot. You could yep. tell that where he's throwing it is where it needs to be. Yeah. So um best job in high school football, middle tape <laughs> <laughs> for this season. Without man, a doubt, he's got a, a lot of uh, a lot of talent out there. And the other thing that popped out to me the most was why I said about our offensive line. Our offensive line just needs to get a block, two seconds, yeah, <laughs> a second, yeah. The running backs hit the hole so fast. Now we were going on air for a little bit, like I said, and then the, the show team D. So you had defensive line and the linebackers. Like I said, not a lot of. A pressure being applied by the show team D. It's early in the year; they'll get better and give us better looks. Oh yeah! But the thing about it was that I every one of the backs I couldn't tell who it was until <laughs> Jordy was wearing number one. But there was like four number ones out there. Um, they just hit the hole so fast, oh, and yeah. they're gone. They're at the second level so fast. Oh yeah! Where you know last year with the 
um, when I was at practice. A lot, a lot more contact early on. So I think the offensive line, to answer your question, goal is a lot better than the eye test gave me yesterday, mm-hmm. especially after already playing Winter Haven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know who was there, who wasn't there. When, right. Like I said, Ian was hurt. But, you know, I think we're going to be okay on the offensive line of the ball. As you said, he doesn't need a lot of time. He just needs to. Well, Coach Tate works those offensive and defensive linemen. That's that, that's where he <laughs> – and here's the other thing that, that popped out. When they went into individual work, you had a defensive line coach with a defensive lineman. Coach Tate had the offensive lineman, which he had most of the offense and defensive linemen, junior, senior kids. The other defensive coach had most of the youngest, younger players. Mm-hmm. There was a freshman out there with no shoulder pads. He's about 6'1". Yeah, got to keep an eye on that kid. <laughs> Me and Mr. Rota knows who I'm talking about, but we got to we got to keep an eye on him because he's got good size for a freshman. But wide receivers had a coach, DBs had a coach, middle linebackers had a coach. Coach Rob was with the the offensive skill players. They added two new coaches to the roster. There was coaches everywhere coaching them up. <laughs> they even had a coach, uh, wide receiver coach, had a kid with a hammy. It was rehabbing the kid with a hammy while. Everybody was working. Good. And that's good. one of the things that, you know, we like to see when you go out to practice. There's not a lot of standing around. So the coaches looks like they're, they're getting them ready. Now, you know who's get else is getting ready, Cole? Who's getting ready? Everybody for, else. For me. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what the best thing about being O and O is? You're undefeated. You got a chance to go one in there. <laughs> Both valid. Both oh valid. yeah, I d- okay. Yeah. Remember that from last year? <laughs> yep. Anything else about practice before we wrap this up? I mean, not really. It sounded like a good practice to go to. I wish I was there. So next week, <clears throat> we're going to go. I'm going to, after school, stay. I'll pick you up. On um, what day, Wednesday? Um, yeah, I think Wednesday's a good day because it's the last day of a hard practice before, <laughs> you know, just a walkthrough on Thursday. So Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe both. We'll, we'll get out there and maybe we can see the defense do a little something-something. Uh, All right. But, uh, yeah. And we'll be back next week. We're going to have, hopefully, Mr. Roden in studio with us. And uh, he's been to m- most all the practices. So he's got a life. He just rides his golf cart over, watches practice, <laughs> watches all the games. So we'll have him up here uh, talking about the team and what he's seen, get a different, little different perspective. Oh, yeah. And a more uh, in-depth one, it sounds yeah. like. Or, Cole, maybe Tuesday I'll pick you up. We'll shoot down to Fort Meade. <laughs> Watch a little I, Fort Meade I, I see what you're doing. All right. I don't know. I have to see how that would be if, if that's frowned upon or not. I'll just start showing up at other practices. <laughs> hey, who's that guy up there? Hey, that's that Bartow podcast. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I don't want to start no beef. No. Might pull up, though. Never know. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening again. For the, the first-time listeners that are checking us out, maybe – uh, you didn't hear about us before or you, your kids on the team now. So uh, thank you for listening and checking us out. And we hope to see you next week. Yes, sir. Peace. <laughs>